So you want to be a real estate investor, but where do you start? How do you know what information and sources to trust? That's where I come in. I'm Johnny Catani, and this is the Investor Relations Real Estate Podcast. Hey guys, real quick, before we start, go to investwithkatani.com and download my free ebook, Is Commercial Real Estate Recession Proof? Now to today's show. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Special edition today, Thanksgiving edition of Friday Follow-Up here on the Invest Relations Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and we have a very special holiday edition today. Today, we are joined by the amazing, the beautiful <laughs> Samantha Adams. Hi, a pleasure. Hello. Always a pleasure. Hello. Uh, she is my amazing girlfriend, as well as also an entrepreneur, and we are currently in Austin, Texas, Yeah. quite literally walking down the road on Thanksgiving <laughs> Day, yep. and uh, we thought we'd bring a special edition where, uh, you know, we're going to hear from obviously an entrepreneur, but someone who's not in the finance world of entrepreneurship yeah. and get an idea of what the other side looks like and you know she's more marketing she's a life coach or soon to be are you a life coach officially technically not i mean i haven't taken my test yet but i technically have enough coaching hours to qualify okay so officially unofficially yeah a life coach (laughs) she's got sunflower agencies which is a an incredible digital marketing agency still going of course (laughs) still doing great things and we're here in Texas, in beautiful Austin, Texas, although... The weather true. has gotten better as the day has gone on. It has been pretty gloomy, but it's decent right now. Yeah, so I had this idea to record this style of podcast, and then we walked outside and it was pouring rain. <laughs> so we we're saw back. we saw a weather window and we're taking it. So here we are. Here we are. Great. So obviously this is a real estate podcast. You're in the the digital marketing side of things. Yeah. Did you know about real estate and the kind of the, the in-depth, well, I shouldn't say in-depth, but did you understand real estate investing or or know about it or, you know, how to cross your, cross your desk before you and I got together? Yes, in small doses. My family is very financially literate and I've learned a lot of great things growing up from my mom and my uncles and my grandparents in that vein and so i knew that real estate investing was a smart thing to do i just learned way more about it when i met you because i cared about you enough to ask <laughs> before i didn't really care that much but now i'm like oh tell me all about it <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah. super fair you have a very successful family yeah that is one thing that i'm jealous of that we've talked about is you are very financially literate in the personal finance side yes. Budgeting. Very funny. Yeah. Like, had, you know, understood credit at a young age. Yeah. Has, incre- has an immaculate credit score. Immaculate. Uh, which I wish I could say the same, but unfortunately I could not. <laughs> uh, I had to learn the hard way how credit works. And have spent the last three, well, four years basically rebuilding it. Yeah, that's brutal. So shout out to Susan. <laughs> shout out to Susan. Gave you that financial literacy I from mean, a young age. My grandpa was the kind of guy that would talk to me. 
about compound interest driving home from a family dinner. So that, those are the kind of conversations I was having when I was growing up, which is definitely not the norm. That's not usually how it comes. <laughs> yeah, right, but you know, of all people, that, that's who it should be, is grandpa. Definitely, definitely. If anyone knows, it's him. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So you had an idea, you understood it. I know that there's been some real estate dealing in your family. Yep over the years so you had an idea did you did you realize how i shouldn't say accessible because that's one of the issues that we're facing is accessibility right is people don't really have a way into the private sector unless you know you sort of have a connection Mm -hmm. did you realize that there was this whole other private sector of real estate and and you know syndications and and these big deals that you know i'm getting into did you realize that those were there and as accessible no clue no absolutely no idea but the thing that's great about knowing you and learning about what you do is that was always a very different realm of the world to me it was oh well i do marketing and i'm an entrepreneur but real estate investing is a whole different ball game but what's cool about knowing you and getting to know you and having watched having watched you grow your business for the last year is you can anyone can do it it's accessible to most people it's just the people who really want to take time to do it that don't you know totally yeah absolutely and one thing that we're starting to really tap into is our networks of entrepreneurs and other entrepreneurs and more specifically content creators right those Mm -hmm. who have a big influence on social media that does include influencers however one thing i'm really realizing is that influencer is not a derogatory term so to anyone who's listening i do not think it is although it has sort of gotten a a bad rap and so it it feels like a lot more people now like to call themselves content creators which they are right because truly unless you're unless you're influencing your following right unless you're truly using your your brand for influence you're not an influencer mm-hmm. if you are just making funny videos on TikTok, you're a content creator yeah you're a, you're not an influencer and sure some ads may come from that but yeah but covid was a huge catalyst for that because my company was built on influencer marketing that's what we specialized yep. in and we started that three four years ago but now everyone's a content creator and with covid everyone was in deep quarantine so they were all making their own shit and now it's a super super saturated market it's really unfortunate because the top creators were making really good money back in the day but now it's just competitive yeah we did kind of brush over what you do you obviously have sunflower and (laughs) and your specialty is or was influencer marketing you've now pivoted right you've got the life coaching thing as well as sunflowers now sort of moved away from the from the influencer space yeah but it is fascinating as this is sort of the the demographic and the, the avatar that I've identified as my avatar, right? Mm-hmm. As I build my social media mm-hmm. uh, following and influence. And you have that background, so it's been really nice to kind of build this. Yeah. But it is fascinating to see that even, you know, despite your family's you know, background, especially financially, that even still with the financial financial literacy and, you know, very, you know, successful family, this private placement world is still a secret. 
you know? Yeah, if you think about it, though, a lot of financial literacy is still a secret. Like, I took one financial lit class in high school that taught me the bare minimum, but you don't talk about investing, you don't talk about compound interest, you don't talk about any of that stuff. It's how to balance a checkbook and how to have, open a savings account. <laughs> it's not really applicable knowledge these days. But a lot of people are just, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. So talking about investing and all of that stuff really doesn't cross their radar, which I think needs to change. Totally. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. I wish that more people understood understood this world and, and had more access to it. And it is fascinating, you know. It, it feels one of the, the biggest conversations, well, I shouldn't say the biggest conversation, but one thing that is you know, sort of talked about is how, you know, financial literacy is obviously not taught, mm -hmm. almost avoided, yeah. it feels like, especially in, in public schools, private schools may be different, I wouldn't know, <laughs> but how it feels too good to be true, you know, like you tell people about deals and, and the way things are going, mm -hmm. and it sounds too good to be true, and people are so pre- disposed to once they hear something that's too good to be true they assume that it is and i feel like that's part of it as well is you know when you tell people about returns and compound interest and how things work and you know it feel, it sounds like a pipe dream but it is actually real but you have to remember we live in this capitalist society where you work to pay bills until you die so a lot of people aren't really open to the idea that there could be an easier way the american dream is you work hard until you die yeah well the irony there is capitalism is the reason that we have these opportunities but i feel like you know there's some risk there's a certain risk tolerance involved of course for sure course. and the average person doesn't have that risk tolerance like you and i do right i mean just being an entrepreneur is risky you, you have to have a risk factor a high risk factor being an entrepreneur starting a business yeah because it could all go down the drain in fact i think the average is seven seven businesses before there's only one entrepreneur who's built a company first company first try successful do you know who that is no who is it a man named jeff bezos you might oh, have heard of him no a little company called amazon explain it to me <laughs> started with online books and now Damn. uh isn't that wild though wild first try wow i wish i could say the same <laughs> Same, honestly, same. But I can't. I absolutely cannot. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for You're coming welcome. on the pod. This Anytime, is awesome. Babe. This is the first time we've ever done this. Ironically, we both have podcasts, and this we is the do, first yes. time we're talking on the podcast. Yes, host of Facing the Sun podcast, published author of the book Facing the Sun. Yeah. Not a daily, though. You don't have a daily podcast. All right, well, but, don't toot your own horn here, sir. Well, <laughs> might be showing off a little. That's fine. I'll gas you up. A Thank you for joining us, though. Work. This yeah, was fun. Anytime, babe. Literally a walk. Quite literally a walk. In the park. In the park. <laughs> well, happy Thanksgiving to all happy, your listeners. And to you. Happy Thanksgiving. I love you. I love you, too. Thanks. <laughs> anytime. Okay, bye. Thank you, you guys not. so much for listening. <laughs> have a great weekend. Hope everyone had an incredible Thanksgiving. And I will talk to you guys next week. Okay, bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Listen, guys, I know it's cliche, but please don't forget to like, subscribe. Please leave a review. Would love to know what you guys think of the episodes. And while you're here still listening, don't forget to go to investwithkatani.com and download my free ebook, 
is commercial real estate recession proof. Thanks so much.